0: it's time for the second course hour number two of the modern eater
1: what are you hungry for here's to a meal we're
0: all here for delicious and tasty now we're getting to the good stuff with your hosts
2: Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker and Brian Freeman yes What do you say? Yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweedy?
0: Yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweedy. It is. The
2: second hour of the Modern Eater Show, live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Thanks for joining us. It means so much to us. Every Saturday night, here we are, 6 to 8 p.m. It's a cool thing, man. I heart radio affiliate, 630 K. How? Live. Just go to themoderneater.com. You'll see a link. You can watch us live. Live on YouTube. Live on Facebook. Live on Periscope. Live on Twitter. We'll catch it all. We'll do it all. For I'll
0: you. tell you what's a cool thing is these three guys. This is three of our sponsors of my standing loves. across from me that I love. And his and and one is we have a new addition because you know Zach's little daughter. She's not
2: that old, Parker. But uh, she makes the name Parker actually good smokes. again. Holy smokes, Jay <laughs> Parker, just... what do you think? You got a, a innocent. Adorable young child. She gave me uh, She gave me the pound. Did she? Over here. Wow, Let's no, see it. Me Let it. me <laughs> see it. Put your fist up <laughs> there. Happened. See it if happened. she even it read it. It did happen. Like it. Yeah, I was there. All right, there he is. Uh, Zach Johnson, the Spice Guy. Thank you for having me. Quite the it. moniker, man. The Spice Guy.
3: Yeah, everybody needs something. It's like a superhero but thing. But it seems like
2: a big responsibility.
3: It's, got, it's kind of broad, Yeah. Is it? covers yeah. all kind of bases. It does.
2: Yeah. But spicy nonetheless.
3: Oh, break the right. Espes, yeah.
2: What's your best uh, sp- spice pun?
3: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, my email moniker is Time Traveler. <laughs> yes.
2: <it is. laughs> yeah. I like Ty, baby. T-Y, yeah, T-Y. Andrew Moore? Yeah, hey. Guess what? What? Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, now a new project.
4: Yes, now Next Stop Ruco. as of early October.
2: We got you for a half an hour. I always called Andrew Moore the most interesting man in the world. Truly, you sit down and have a conversation with him, you're like, I'm intellectually inept. I can't even (laughs) talk to him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, what, what would Make, makes you intellectually inept is, is do you notice yeah. every one of his beers it tonight? Tra- yeah. It has a different, what does it have? Yeah. Is this a state? Yeah. Is this
2: a city? Is this a country, Greg? What is this? Istanbul, down that one.
0: Uh, not Constantinople.
2: Uh, yeah. So here's the deal. When you take a, uh, a classically trained... Um, and I can't even believe that this archaeologist? is. Archaeologist? I can't yeah, even okay. believe it's his title. <laughs> Classically trained archaeologist. No wait, Wait, Fern I think he's Brewer. a
0: PhD. That's a little. No, no. no. He's not a I always go, the, go there with you, right? I, know. I
4: mean, because you're the, the degree. And you're just a master. You can call degree. me Master Andrew if you want.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> master Andrew here. Yeah. And then there he is, the sharpest guy on the oh, table. Oh, sharpest oh, guy <laughs> on the table. <laughs> which yeah, is a no, good point. Elon wins here with us but I don't know element what you're gonna company. contribute but you're my favorite local company good to be here thank you and uh, Elon we're gonna talk some beer and spices and yeah. those types of things. Hey, you don't drink not a lot I don't know what you but you cut I cut you're a cutter, I'm a cutter. Yes. I'm
0: a cutter. Do you remember a what brings. movie that's from, kids when no. we were kids what Jay knows. the cutters come on the cutters and the locals you know anyways but yeah. I will tell you I then love you love. dig it
2: yeah <laughs> element knife company what is the special lo- how are you selling knives right now?
0: So uh, we just did a holiday sale for um, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and Black Friday. We're going to have another one coming down the pike here shortly for uh, the next round of holidays. I promise
2: you someday he'll bring knives in here, and we'll open it up to you, and he'll come in, and you can buy some I'm actually working on something for you guys. It's a secret until knives. it's ready. <laughs> it's always a secret. Just like, <laughs> but I love his knives, and that's like. no
0: secret that those darn knives. At right, I've cut myself more with your knives because I like to play around and jump around. And I'm yeah, you push, train you guy. Push the limits the and I'm
2: push the limits. There should be I a beautiful em. knife display. It's coming right there it's by coming. Chef Cheeto. And then this spice cabinet that's uh, owned by one person. Right there. That's the spice guy. Is that the way you want that to look? It looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It looks pretty good. He's like, it looks pretty good, yeah. yeah. Uh, first of the year, Zach's coming to my house, and he's going to dig through my spice cabinet. And we're going to do something. New year, new spices, right? New year, new spices. It's, it's a brand true. new hashtag, baby. man. It's true. <laughs> hey, Andrew Moore, what, a, what spices, how do they play into brewing?
4: Um, I mean, we use spices in almost all of our beers. All four of our new uh, canned products have various spices in them that are kind of inspired by the places um, that those beer styles or those travels or whatever are from. So we've got our kolsch is, uh We use fresh lemongrass and fresh ginger. Uh, uh, the Amsterdam is a hefeweizen with a chamomile, coriander, and orange peel. We still do a fresh basil IPA and then a Turkish coffee stout with Turkish coffee, cardamom, and orange peel. So that's... Been kind of our signature brand of, of beer making.
0: When are you gonna
3: put a little hemp in that Amsterdam? That's the question. There. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got, got? I've got one for you. I've got one for you. New idea, and the first one from me is usually free. Chernobyl. Oh yeah. And we'll use uh, Reaper powder in it. <laughs> Wait, not a bad. First idea one is free. Andrew, yeah. Come on, you're. Yeah, smart that's on a that. pretty good idea. I like it.
2: <laughs> Would you do it? Sure. Here's the deal. So you with Next Stop, you're doing like you're locked and loaded, tried and true right now. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're going full tilt. My Turkish coffee stout is now called what? Istanbul. Right? So, yeah, again, it's with,
4: the, with the name change, it's, it's the same sort of beers that everybody enjoys that have taken on the names of the places that have inspired them. So either through interesting culinary regions like Southeast Asia, Bangkok, or places that uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to travel to, like Istanbul when I was working as an archaeologist. So it really tried to kind of capture those international flavors. Well, so
2: cuisine is a big influence on you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. so as you traveled the, the, with your travels throughout the world, you would find indigenous spices that would create these delicious beer recipes that you brought back for yeah. us here. Um, and, and while I have the Spice Guy, what's interesting regions to you, to where you're sourcing some spices from that you're like, hey, you got to take a look at this?
3: So a couple guys from the team and myself are heading down to Oaxaca, so southern Mexico. Uh, we lease a farm down there, so we'll be going down there at the beginning of January. Sort of just check the things out, make sure all of our stuff is planted in the ground and ready for harvest in around April. So they do two harvests a year down there since it's so uh so easy to grow all year round and so we'll be there january april uh and then we'll go back again september november
0: zach are you just doing spices down there or is that are you i, I mean i'm sorry peppers because that's oaxaca is very very well known for their peppers
3: yeah so we're doing uh peppers from two locations both in mexico so we have a uh, one farm we're leasing on the baja coast uh, just Todos Santos, it's a secret, don't anybody go there, it's a horrible place. <laughs> horrible place. Um, it's like and then, Denver. Yeah, exactly, it's like Denver. And then uh, same with Oaxaca. So we do two farms and they both grow different chilies, so different styles. Um, we'll do a lot more of the pasillas from Oaxaca, uh, and they have a very famous pasilla de Oaxaca. And we'll also buy some salt while we're there. Cheeto, who's cooking tonight here, he loves to use the worm salt. Um, so these worms live in the chili fields, eat the chilies, uh, die, they harvest the worms while they're still alive, and uh, they give they give the salt an amazing flavor. Is
2: that a true story It's
3: a real thing, yeah. Oh, my. They're using God. it as cilantro. Of
2: that. All right, follow my thought process on this. Uh, hottest spice in culinary? Hottest spice in culinary? Yeah. Not hot, hot, but hottest is in, mm. like, biggest right now. Well, Filipino food is kind of blowing up,
0: so I'm not entirely sure what they use, but as far I know as it's spicy. getting popular. Yeah. Zach,
2: you might know. Bananas. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> That's not really a spice, right? <laughs> Banana <laughs> spice?
3: Well, you'd be surprised what we can do, Greg. Really? If you, ever, if you ever came by our shop, you might have a couple ideas about what's going on over interesting, there. Interesting. Right? <laughs> We're going to have to. Uh, I, I see that as an
0: invitation. <laughs> I told to about Let's do field trip. trip. Let's do field trip next week, man. Hey, you're harder to nail
2: down than I am.
0: Uh, uh, But hey, if you put me down on this man's list, oh, next week's not a good week
3: for you, though, right? No, it is. I said for you, I'm available anytime. Okay, then we're doing it. No, no, no.
0: He's serious. We've been talking all week
3: long.
2: For free, we're going over whenever. Yeah. Drew Moore, what's the most (laughs) readily used spice in brewing?
4: Oh man, Um, probably either coriander or orange peel.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say citrus peels too. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh, coriander shows up in a couple different styles of beer traditionally, like Wits and Gozas, um, and Orange Peel uh, shows up all over the I- all kinds of IPAs
0: and the coriander and- d- That, to me, is dangerous because there's a lot of people out there that cilantro tastes like soap. Yeah, and if you're going down that coriander road, does that turn your beer off to wait? A bunch not people? everybody's no, a super
2: so. taster, Brian. But I don't <laughs> where it tastes like. Soap I mean, uh, to it, you. correct
4: me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that the like even the people who taste soap
3: with cilantro have the same like a similar reaction to coriander. The spice no. guy's shaking his head saying no. The aversion is there for some people, but I think most people's palates probably aren't that refined. Greg's right.
2: Guys, what uh, you know? What I would like to do is, is if we can take a break and come back and build a beer. Build-a-beer. Can we build-a-beer together? Sure. Do you mind?
4: I mean, we've already got Chernobyl. Can we put a heartbeat in it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, do you cook at home?
4: I do, yeah. Do
2: you have knives?
4: Uh, Not good ones. Not good ones? No.
2: What's it take for you to buy a good knife? Like, a Christmas present from no, you, no, no. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, good idea, right? You I said you love it, not us. a bad yeah. idea, yeah. and I do love Andrew. So, I, I gave you like my I, card already, so that might He's, be in yeah. your stocking. But t- truly, what's it take for somebody to actually pull the trigger on a good knife?
3: We've been doing this all weekend, Elon, or two weekends. Elon and I have been working a holiday market together, and we're yeah, we're scratching our heads. We, everybody that's watching on Twitter or Facebook text in and tell us what what would it take
2: to put you over the edge yeah to buy a good knife do people think that they can just take whatever crappy knife that they have and sharpen it and it'll be a great knife i think so and that's one of my biggest battles is when
0: you look on amazon or wherever you can see a knife that looks great in a picture and it looks similar to
2: what i yeah. have but when you feel it and see it in person and all the knives in my trash. kitchen yeah and you will actually go to people and say, What are your knives say, needs?" Yep, I do sales them. calls, sharpening, uh, knife skills, sharp uh, classes, et cetera. Elon, I need to sharpen some knives. Let's do it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Elon Wentfel, Element Knife Company, elementknife.com. Perfect. I, there's Well, spices are good. Well, beer, too. If you had knives, beer, and spices, you'd probably have a pretty good Christmas, right? Put I me mean, all together. Those are the good things. Mm, Let's yeah. take a break. What do you think? Little Rich is chomping at the bit. He's sitting over there with Chef Cheeto Ariola and his Nuggets hat. Go Nuggets. Why not? The Broncos are terrible, so we'll go with the Nuggets <laughs> and the Avalanche. Although we can't watch them on TV, which is terrible. But Cheeto's going to give me the hookup. Why can't
1: you, why can't you watch them?
2: Uh, You haven't heard? If you Greg? have DirecTV, you can watch <laughs> yeah, it. Greg doesn't have cable even. Uh, uh, yeah, cable, I don't you can. Direct if I don't TV have a car, can. you think I got cable, man? Come on. <laughs> give me a break. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come right back. We're going to continue with these gentlemen right here. Brian, you better stop it, Mr. $70,000 car. Hey, man, that's 70,000 hours in a work week. I probably. bought it used, yeah. baby. <laughs> I like it. Having fun, obviously. Studio Kitchen right. Colorado off to Little Rich in the Little Rich corner. Thanks,
0: guys. And quit spending so much money on cars, dang it. <laughs> hey, look who has returned. The prodigal son, Cheeto. <laughs> prodigal son. Back to the kitchen, man. Yes. Welcome back. Yes. What's been happening since you left here? Happy to be back here. It's uh, I left home for a little bit there yeah. but a few months.
4: Yeah. Uh, I've been super busy at Pepsi Center there, so... <clears throat> If you guys want to stop by and say hi, that's where you'll find me every single day. I gotta go catch
0: a Nuggets game. I gotta catch an Abs game. Yes. And if I'm there, what should I uh, what should I try? Well, if you are in the uh,
4: main concourse, okay, we have a few concession stands that we are cooking from scratch. The cheese sauce from scratch. Wow. So it's not out of the bag. It's not the regular. Yellow yeah. cheese sauce on the Wow. Nachos.
3: and then you can find
4: some rockula sortilla in every stand on there.
0: Oh, so, yes, every that'd be awesome. There. I got to swing by soon and check it out. Yeah, they got one of the best. They bagged one of the best chefs in the whole region. And he's and probably got the biggest taqueria in the state. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So yeah, welcome yeah, back, easy. brother. Thank you. Hey, we're gonna be right back.
1: Listen up. Do you want to save 10 to 20% on your natural gas bill? Of course you do. Saving money is making money. Your savings is just a phone call away. Call Brian Rizzuto now, 720-245-5771. 720-245-5771. It's on Core Energy.
0: How is it that apps can help you with everything, your steps, your sleeping patterns, the traffic, but you pay for car insurance that's based on, well, who knows what, the way everyone else drives? The insurance company's whim? Well, that's what Nobler Insurance is here to fix. Car insurance with personalized monthly rates and rewards based on how... No, we should... No, we're fine. Everything's fine. Okay. Serious rates are... Month- yeah, we're coming back. Uh, we have a live read in a minute. ...app can measure things like how hard you... Bre- I just went to break... I didn't, he didn't say I heard radio. I'm just trying to figure that. Why there's a... Time of day and even road choice.
2: Do you head out? Because a- you guys told me to move it, to move that last one to blow out the last brake, uh, so I just I'll put it
0: those. in the first.
3: Oh, okay. yeah, that's fine. Sorry, dude. I didn't know where to put it.
0: Fine. Okay. Okay. Drivers can save a lot. Nobler trying, is simply you know, you smart know, insurance for head. smart drivers. Okay. So get your quote at Nobler.com. That's N O B L R.com. Individual savings may vary. Much- 30 seconds till I read. The policy Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, it's a truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com.
1: Rockerspirits.com. All right, back to the show in just a second, everyone. But before we do that, we're going is to talk bread. my favorite bread. bread? Of course it's your favorite bread. It's everybody's favorite bread with gluten because there is another bakery that doesn't do gluten. This one does gluten, and they do it very well. I'm talking about Aspen Baking Company, aspenbaking.com. Whether you're into hoagies, focaccias, ciabattas, baguettes, croissants, bear claws, the list goes on and on. If you, and What's if your
2: favorite? Uh, focaccia. Mine's the a sourdough. Bread. Andrew, what's yours? Sourdough. Yep.
1: Sourdough. Yeah, I'm a focaccia guy. They say guy.
2: the girls there say, "Feed the bitch, man." They feed that sourdough, and mm. it's delicious.
1: Yeah. Well, it is delicious, and AspenBaking.com is where you to go to get that deliciousness. But you're going to get it, and you're going to get it with no preservatives. You're going to get it with no artificial coloring and no chemicals in any of their bread. So,
2: can you believe somebody out there would say, "I love artificial flavors. I love artificial colorings. I love anything artificial and well, processed." Well, listen, I don't think I don't think that people would say that. I want Wonder Bread. bread. Yeah.
1: Now you don't. No, you no. want AspenBaking.com. So one more time and back to the show with Andrew Moore uh, from Next Stop uh, Brewing Bruco. Brew Next Stop Brew Co. I'll get it, Andrew. You had to look at
2: the board still, for no, that?
1: No, no, no. I, I didn't know which direction to go. rebranded so it would be easier. <laughs>
2: uh.
1: Hey, man, listen, leave me alone, all right? It's AspenBaking.com. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Justin Brunson, culture meat and cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on
2: iHeartRadio. Okay, cool, cool. The Modern Eater Show is back. Greg back, Brian Freeman. We're back in the saddle. This is good times. Andrew Moore, Next Stop Brewing Company. And what a great segue, because Jay looked back at the board. He said, Next Stop Brewing Company. You rebranded. We did, yeah. So, I mean, Intrumpet Sojourner Beer Project, just when I started getting the hang of it, and I loved it, and it's yeah. like everything I need in a beer company, because you are the Sojourners, you are the Beer Project, you're making beers that are probably beers that other folks won't even attempt to do. Um, but here it is, yeah. next up Why the rebrand?
4: Um, so we wanted, especially as like as we moved in, we started in May uh, distributing, so we got uh, kegs out there, and then just in November, we started getting cans out there. And we found – we wanted something that was just going to, I think, penetrate the market a little bit better in this, from a marketing perspective. So it's the same beer. Um, it's the same people. It's the same, you know, everything else. It's been, a, you know, a little bit of a transition. People are like, you know, it's great that Budweiser bought you. I'm like, Budweiser didn't buy me. If they had, I'd be driving a $70,000 car yeah. somewhere.
0: Well, uh, but, but, hey, but wait, I got to slow down on that because I think what you did – and I could be way off, yeah. Andrew – and you and I are friends. We Probably haven't even are. spoken about this. Yeah. Um, but get this concept. Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project and all the beers you did, the name and the beers were a mouthful. Yeah. At every level, we right?
4: Didn't, we didn't name the beers, too, because we, we felt like that was just like another layer of, of information to, that would make it more difficult, right? If you've got an Intrepid Sojourner and you've got some ridiculously long, complicated beer name and then – Everything, oh, it's just too much information. Andrew, are you to saying
2: it. the general consumer is a pinhead and they can't take? Too no, much. I don't. Can no, I'm, I'm not saying, saying that, that at all.
4: all. I'm yeah. just saying like you, know, you have to consider like how the information is being conveyed. It's like if you come into the tap room and I can have a 20-minute conversation with you about Intrepid Sojourner, right? Then you leave feeling great. But if you're just looking for a beer in a liquor store or something like that, you can, not everybody can communicate the the story once you get outside of the tap like, room yeah, the way yes. that you can communicate. Right, it. There's home.
0: a there's a reason why they I call mean, it the third thirty second elevator pitch. And the reality is, is if you think about this, what he's done is he's taken ISP in my eyes. That's and I loved it. I loved what you guys did. I well, am I mean, amazing. I I it too.
4: I fought yeah. for it for a long time, right? I mean it was my name and we, you know, we fought you for it, it as it. long Intrepid as we could.
2: Sojourn project. What? Wait, hold on, because I know this background information. You actually want it was going to be something even different. You know, than that.
4: I, it started out even nerdier than yeah. the Intrepid Sojourn. Well, I mean, it, it started out as um, Third Triumvirate Brewing Project because there were three of us and we were all classics nerds. And we let me throw something at yeah. you. When
0: I was a kid. My mom and dad, there was this thing called the 60s, yeah. and there was a lot of liquid and other things going around. They wanted to call me Caleb Ezekiel Schumann Freeman. Thank God like they that. just said Brian. You know like what they wanted my name to be?
2: <laughs> Gahan. Gayhan Holland back. So you can And you wouldn't have gotten teased in school at all. Anytime you want to. Hey Gayhan, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think it's remarkable because pivoting is one of the things I always say when it comes to business. You gotta learn to pivot and when and why you're doing yeah. it. So next stop to me is not too far out of your ethos of my next stop of travel.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's... And we tried to convey that, I think, with the beers taking on the names of the places that kind of inspired the flavors. It's like it's the same... It, you know, the only thing that changed is the top line, right? And So it's the, it's the same kind of travel-inspired, um, kind of uh, spice-forward beers. Um,
0: and now, but it's just you, easier because now it's not Basil IPA. Now it's just Bangkok.
2: Okay, right. let's I mean, jump into that. So with your travels, it's important to... Can you actually take a region or a city in a country or a country in general and can you capsulize the taste of that region and put it in a beer or do you think you're doing a good job with that?
4: I mean I think we're making good beer I I think that um, you know I don't think we're trying to say that you know like this is what Rome tastes like but it's like this is what these are some of the flavors that I think people associate with with Rome with Italian cuisine which is what? Which is uh, sweet Italian basil, right, in this particular beer. So it's, I mean, there's lots of other. You know.
2: Can you go down the list and say what your interpretation is for these beers that you have?
4: Yeah, so, I mean. Th- Basil and hops, super similar flavors. So, and again, a lot of these beers started with my experience in the Mediterranean. So, basil very popular in lots of Mediterranean cuisine. Amsterdam, uh, so named because Amsterdam was kind of in the middle of the spice trade for Western Europe when the Belgian wit style was being developed. So, a lot of the coriander, orange peel, uh, chamomile was coming through Amsterdam. Popular right now. it depends on the time of year. It's probably actually the Bangkok when it's on the Kolsch, lemongrass, and fresh lemongrass and ginger. Um, you can find a lot of curries and different uh, cuisine from Bangkok. That would be
2: my go. Yeah.
4: So this this one's only you know four and a half percent, real light, easy drinking. The, all the flavors are. This is like fairly subtle, right? Like we're trying to make a, a beer, right? Not like a lemon black grass
0: flavored alcoholic. Yeah. Well, but where's, where, in your opinion, yeah. where do you think the consumer is these days? Are we at this place of big, full beers anymore? Or are we at a place of. Lighter, I mean, because I yeah, think we right. go through cycles, right? Yeah. Where do yeah. you think we are in the cycle yeah, now? And,
2: and is it seasonal?
4: Go ahead. Well, it's, I mean, so there are definitely seasonal cycles, uh, but uh, you know, I think there's also, like, bigger um, cycles in terms of, like, what, you know, a year or two ago, was, you know, everybody was talking about pastry stouts, right, these big, huge, heavy stouts with lots of sugar and vanilla and graham crackers and marshmallows and all these things in them. And now I think one of the big things is, is craft lager. Everyone's sort of like, we're getting back to these low... AB, lower ABV, flavorful, well-made pilsners, Andrew, and things will like that. Andrew, you do seltzer? Uh, we have a seltzer, yeah. We've done it. I was, you know, I think seltzer, it's, you
2: know... Talk to me about seltzer, Andrew.
4: It's an interesting thing. It's, we've, it's been fun for us to kind of play with some of the different f- flavors, right? It's easy for uh, seltzer to take these on. But um, it, it, I think it's mostly like a... It's an off-premise thing, right? It's cans, right? People aren't really coming into the into a tap room for a seltzer. They're well, taking it to parties in cans.
0: And they're... Andrew, let me jump in there because do you? Th- what about the gluten-free person? Because yeah. we were talking about this. It's a big movement, you know. We've yeah. got John Irving with gluten-free things. Yeah. And the no, reality was, is, is, this is you a have big, use, big. It's
2: going gluten-free r-
0: right now. I'm trying something to, yeah. to just to try and right. to see what, because there's so much information about it. right? In the world of seltzer, right, that's a crossroad that potentially, because some of the seltzers are made with malt and they're not gluten-free, right? I think. Well, so um, it can't be gluten-free. So all of,
4: I should say, everything we make is gluten-reduced. So there's an enzyme that we use that breaks down the gluten during fermentation. And so all of our beers are gluten-reduced. They're not gluten-free because there's malt involved. Our seltzer is technically not gluten-free because... It's made in the same equipment that we make. Um, okay. It's beer. not dedicated. Right. It's not So you have to have like a separate dedicated uh-huh. yeah. um, thing. But you're
0: washing it out. And I mean,
2: for all. Oh,
4: yeah. Like I mean, it's clean. Versus. It's just, I mean, at, the, at yeah. that point, it's mostly like government regulation, what you can okay. call gluten free. We're
2: going over, but I want to do this. Okay. So, folks want to know we're going to cut this out as a clip. In Trumpet Sojourner Beer Project, you have a tap room.
4: We do. Yes. There it
2: is. Here's the question. It's right there on 8th and Santa Fe. Yes. It's there. People can go in there every single day and they, yes. they're enjoying. are not closed. You're not closed at all. What are you going to do in 2020 with this transition with Next yeah. Stop, with your tra- tap room within Trumpet Sojourner Beer Project? A minute, two minutes succinct of what the plans for Next Stop is.
4: Uh, yeah. So right now we're focusing pretty heavily on distribution. We just uh, launched Amsterdam this week. Um, we just launched these cans in November, so we're going to continue pushing cans in Colorado. We're going to start pushing cans uh, outside of Colorado, um, probably in the spring, March or April. And then we're going to keep operating the tap room um, there on uh, 8th and Santa
2: Fe. Will it be next stop?
4: It will be next stop, yeah. So everything is officially, you know, uh, next stop. I think it, next stop at Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project is the um full moniker for the tap room itself but yeah it's all next stop we actually just got the got the big sign out front changed over so
2: restaurant bar owners are you available
4: uh sure yeah we've talked about food i think food is a big big thing in brewing lots of breweries are looking at kitchens they're looking at um that kind of a thing because the competition is about experience now with the volume of breweries as opposed to good beer because almost all of us are making fantastic beer
2: how can folks get a hold of you
4: Um, So if you want to get a hold of me, uh, I mean, you can email me, Andrew, at next.brew.co, or you can find us on the website. Uh, and if you're curious about where our beer is in Colorado, you can find that on the website too. There's a beer finder page that has a map of Colorado and everywhere our beer
0: is available. And
2: fashionistas who want
0: to get that sweatshirt, yeah, what they come find to the out? tap room. Yeah, he's a right man on. that loves. Right
2: at Eighth and Santa Fe. He's yeah. a man that loves beer and food. If you're a restaurant owner, if you're a chef, and you want to get involved and do a beer dinner, this is the guy to get hold of. Andrew Moore, Next Stop Brewing Company, uh, formerly known as Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, the Last question that I have for you is, uh, here we are, 2020, Next Stop Brewing Company. I know that you're going to have a lot of beers um, that you're hopefully putting into the market yep. for, mm-hmm. for buying as well. But what can we expect from you as far as distribution and where we can find you?
4: Uh, so you can find us in a lot of both on- and off-premise uh, places around Colorado we work with Colorado craft distributors and they take us all over so again if you go on our website um, next.brew.co there's a page there that says beer finder and that'll show you bring up a map of color an interactive map of Colorado and you can look wherever you are and see where our beer is
2: do it this is a yeah. guy I mean Andrew Moore probably the uh, most talented brewer that I know and you will fall in love with him just like we have so give him a shout intrepid Sojourner Beer Project now known as Next Stop Brewing Company and and I can't wait to see your next.
4: Rob. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for having me on the sure. show.
2: Last question. Yes. There's one more. All right. Is Beercraft going to come come back?
4: I don't know. You know, Jeff and I, uh, Jeff especially super busy. Spice Trade is opening up their new locations uh, down in the tech center. And we are kind of running ragged back and forth with distribution and contract brewing so but it's people definitely love something you,
2: people miss you just so but you it's know.
4: definitely something we're interested in it's a it's a it's a blast to talk to people and learn about the industry
2: most interesting and we know uh, in trumpet soldier and beer project now next stop brewing company and hopefully beer craft right here on the modern eater Network thank you all right thank you there he is Andrew Moore man